Hey, loggers, we are racing your, our way into a new episode. You know, Gran Turismo just released in theaters, and so we figured, why not head for the open road? Let's go ahead and uh, get the, the, the convertible down, uh, let your hair out a little bit, because uh, we're talking racing games. We're going to go to Paradise today because we're talking Burnout. I haven't played much of the Burnout series, but here we are. We're talking Burnout. Thanks, I hate it. <laughs> right? I mean, I'm I'm not much of a racing gamer, but uh, burnout, Nate said, you know what? We're I Burnout Paradise. Actually, the Burnout games mm-hmm. are a lot of fun. We will not be talking about them tonight. Oh, oh, it is you, on my you backlog. Probably need to throw out all your notes. <laughs> oh, all the things. What did I just uh, play for sixty hours? No, yeah, I'm just kidding. that's a. Uh, that's a that's unfortunate. <laughs> no, I wouldn't waste my time like that. No, actually, uh, we are talking about backlogs and burnout. Not the burnout games that are on your backlog. We're talking the backlog of burnout that has just finally crept up on you. No, it's not actually. On what me. are we talking about, Nate? On me. Um, <laughs> it, we'll be talking a little bit about burnout. Um, yes. Just sort of like in, in general, the concept. Um, and and a lot of this is like just prompted because like you know I was I was telling Josh earlier, feels like you're spinning your tires. Yeah, that's I I really hate that, but that's <laughs> actually pretty apropos. Um, and uh-huh. uh, yeah, I, I that's a good really, word. Yeah, I I can bust out. I I can be a bit of an erudite every once in a while. <laughs> um, but. Uh, yeah, I, I've just been, you know, I've been absent the last couple of episodes. Um, has it been two episodes? I think it's just been one. Just, well, I didn't make it for the backlog draft episode in mm-hmm. particular. But what we're going to be talking about tonight is a little bit of just, uh, we've talked about it in the past and just like the seasons when burnout comes up. And it's, I think there's a, a little bit of burnout just because I've sort of been like playing the same things on repeat. And just like mm-hmm. nonstop, and I haven't had a lot of really good boundaries. But I think it's also just been sort of a pace and a time uh, of life where there's just been a lot of things happening that have really created sort of a, a negative feedback loop. And so I'm just, mm. I've kind of really been struggling for a while. Um, I've been having some mm-hmm. health issues. There's just been a lot of like personal stuff going on in the McKeever household, not necessarily like my stuff, although some of it is like, and just the stress from like the adoption and everything else. Yeah. It's kind of like, yeah, I hit this point where I just was like super fatigued. And, and so part of it mm-hmm. is like to, to, to shed a little bit of light, like at, at times I may have mentioned that I had like this eczema on my hands. Mm-hmm. And one of the big factors in, in sort of like, causing flare-ups is like when i'm stressed like physical stress like so if i'm like really wrenching on my hands or there's lots of hot and cold i'm i'm more prone to like flare-ups but then like just like emotional stress so there's just been this like kind of yeah this low level stress that has just been like not even low level but this stress that has just sort of been sitting under the surface for so long that like i had like several really nasty flare-ups within the space of a couple of months um Mm. and the the last one was one of the worst ones i've had in years um ouch and so it's like i said it's just like it's 
it is what it is. Like you just kind of like learn to deal with it and you kind of, but it, it kind of got me thinking too. And it's like, there were so many things that was just like, like part of the whole burnout thing is like, you keep doing these things. It's kind of like the definition of insanity, right? You're like, you're doing these things <laughs> and you're expecting like, you're doing like the same stuff over and over again. And you're, you're like expecting different results, but it's like, that that's not really happening. And so yeah. I just wanted to take some time to talk, like we could process some of that, like talk about it. Cause like, I think at times we've talked about it in theory and now it's like one of those, those situations where what we can do is we can actually sort of like put me on the couch a little bit and do a little bit of like a psych psychoanalysis on Nate here and sort of like maybe mm. help me like troubleshoot and, and, and do some like brainstorming. And I have a few ideas of things that like I, I want to start doing to sort of like change, change up the things, but then just even talking about the process and like how, you know, we could, I could, I've, I've been working through it. Yeah, I like it. I like it. And and I think it's interesting, at least for me, for me, it's interesting because often when we have this conversation about burnout, it's it's like I've kind of reached the end, not the end of my rope, but I've I've come to a place where I don't want to play video games anymore. It just doesn't have the same uh, luster as it did before, you know, which is which is another legitimate concern. But mm -hmm. I, I think this is interesting to approach it from this perspective of like, is this is this continuing to fulfill this, um, you know, if we, if we see video games as a form of recreation, am I actually <laughs> recreating when I, are they, when I play? Are these things refreshing me yes, or are they just exactly. like, and, and so I think a lot of it too has to do with just, uh, talking about general consumption yeah. patterns and habits yeah. and just, I think so much, and, and we can get into this, you know, a little bit further on, you sure. know. But this is just the introduction to the this topic. This is just like we were like 10, 15 minutes into this. Well, <laughs> five minutes of that was you troubleshooting your microphone. Yes. Um, you'll have to edit that out of post. Um, but I think it's going to be an interesting topic. But mm -hmm. before we actually mm -hmm. get into like the meat and potatoes and, mm -hmm. and the real sort of like, you know, the, the, the real interesting bits of this, we do have forms. And um, that's true. You know, Josh, the forms, we have the forms and, uh, well, it's, yeah, it's been, been an undisclosed mm -hmm. amount of time since I talked to you. That's true. So man, like give me, uh, and we, we, we've already sort of done this, like, but like sort of fill me and the listeners in on just like what's been going on since like the last time you and I sort of chatted and, and hung out. Yeah, man, oh man. So it's kind of, if if anyone's in the, you know, Discord and see me pop in and pop out every once in a while, it's it's kind of obvious, um, kind of the big things that are happening in life right now. So the first thing that comes to mind for me is obviously, um, I have been out of a job for the past few months. So currently in the job search. And um, I will just say that here lately, um, through a number of different ways, um, God's leading and his guidance. And sometimes that is, you know, sometimes it's the cliche of, you know, he closes a door and opens a window. Is that, is that how it goes? Something along those lines of, um, just the fact that out of the, you know, few dozen opportunities and churches that I've talked to, um, over the past few months, um, all of them here in and around Austin, just, just about all of them, um, have fallen through 
and all the ones even in Texas have have fallen through. So um, I've continued to pursue a few other opportunities, um, but one in particular actually reached out to me, found my information through something that I had posted through our um, through the uh, denomination board um, that we have job board and and the process has been going very well. Um, so all that to say is that there like one, in particular, one opportunity in particular um, that is a few states away out in Iowa, which I had no context for, um, is going very positively. And just this past week, Samantha, they flew Samantha and I out to speak with them, to speak with their elder board and lead pastor um, and, and some other people as well um, to speak with them in person about, you know, just kind of interview stuff, theology, um, and then about this position and what they're able to, um, what they're able to offer. Not that an offer was extended, but just some, some more kind of solidifying of this relationship and, and the, um, potential of moving forward. So we're really excited about that. Our trip there, um, was very positive in just about every way. Um, which is, which I was not expecting, you know, I was expecting to kind of find some things that like, okay, is this possible to deal with kind of a thing? Um, so it's super excited because things are moving forward. Um, and we may be getting to the end of this process soon. Uh, you know, something like, uh, moving to Iowa was not initially what I had imagined would occur, but, we have gotten, I'll, I'll just say throughout the process, we've gotten some affirmations in a, in mm-hmm. a number of different ways, just small things that have kind of built uh, to, to show us that we believe this is where God is leading us. Yeah. Um, not to say that it's a done deal, could fall through. You know what? Maybe he's just teaching us through this time. That's a possibility, in which case um, I may, it, it may take some recalibration on my part of, of, of where we're supposed to be, but, um, we're really excited about this opportunity and, and it may, uh, we're, we're a few weeks out from determining whether or not this is, whether they can actually make a a firm offer. So really excited about that. (laughs) Yeah, no, that's, that's really exciting. And I know like that you and I have sort of, we, again, we were talking like sort of, uh, off the air about mm-hmm. this a little bit and i'm just really excited for you guys i think this mm. is a really cool opportunity um also i i just checked it on my phone mm-hmm. um if i got the town right uh that would put you about 12 hours away from me yeah <laughs> which yes. is more than what austin like that that is something is that oh, austin is like yeah, see, like the thing that's interesting about Iowa is like it's almost like a straight line across. Yeah, where Austin. Anyways, yeah. So I was mm-hmm. like, dude, that that puts you like that's like two days worth of driving right there. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and my I parents, thought you were saying it's it's farther away than Austin. No, so no, like, I'm, I don't like think that puts so. you that puts you. No, I meant closer. Slightly Maybe closer. I said farther away, but like you know, it it is late. And so we, we all know that like my brain doesn't really work all that well anyways. 
uh, when it, when, but especially when it's late, it works <laughs> even less good. Um, but no, and it, my parents actually just bought an RV and they've been, t- oh, nice. so it's like, I could just be like, Hey mom, dad, uh, I'm going to borrow your truck and your RV. Let's do it. <laughs> and, uh, head west. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to head, but, uh, but yeah, no, I, I just think that's, that's really cool. And I think throughout this process, like there's just like some of the stuff you shared with me, with me about it has been like really just encouraging. And so, yeah, yeah, dude, like for sure. Like it, yeah. it makes me want to go back on our previous, maybe they're bro hangs or, or previous episodes where I've talked about kind of the, the process or even when I was first let go from, uh, from the church that I work at, like to, to, to see some of my thoughts from then to now, you know, <laughs> um, just yeah. cause this is, is so far out of what I expected, but, yeah. um, yeah. but that said, like very hopeful for the future, very excited about where we're going. So absolutely. Yeah. 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 How have you been? Um, things, I mean, things have just been kind of like wild um, and, and not bad. Like it's just been a lot and yeah. it's kind of like, like Megan and I were sort of having a conversation and she's like, we really need to clean our bedroom. And it just, it just feels like, and it's like, and she's not wrong. Um, Cause mm-hmm. it's like our bedroom weirdly enough is like always like the last room in the house to get sure. like any attention. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it's just kind of been weird because it's like, you've got Byron and you've got, I've got a dog who got surgery and she's recovering. <sighs> yeah. Um, stupid dog hurt herself um (laughs) i'm i'm pretty sure she hurt herself by like one of the times that she like got out from under the fence and decided to like go tearing around on the back hill Um, oh gotcha but uh so you've got like all that stuff and then it's just like work and just everything else and just kind of just it's just been a lot not and again not bad per se like you know It's not like, oh, I hate everything. It's just, I'm just, I don't hate everything. I'm just saying it's not like that. That's good. It's more just like, I'm just kind of tired all the time. And Mm -hmm. some of it is like, some of it is my own dumb fault where I'm just like, I am not sleeping the way that I should. Like, Like, I'm doing like the dumb dad thing where it's like, I didn't get to do the thing I wanted to do today. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to stay up late. And I'm going to do the thing that I wanted to do, but I'm going to do that poorly. And then I'm going to be tired the next day. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, so there's, there's that. Um, I think one of my biggest things is like, yeah, it's, I, I know that we've had the conversation where you're like, you have said that you are just like, I don't enjoy sleeping. I enjoy sleeping. I just, I am not doing it because I'm stupid. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of, um, and I, I just, I, 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 I honestly think that that's like one of the big things. And, and as a yeah. little bit of a spoiler, I really do think, I think, so even sort of, I honestly think my challenge is going to be just like, yo, shoot for like at least seven or eight hours a night, like get your butt in yeah. your bed most yeah. nights before like, 10 p.m. or by at the very latest by like 10. Yep. And like, yep. you know, 
So um, just because like I've I've just been struggling. Like I just again, it's it's not. And again, it's not like everything's bad. Like, dude, like that little boy is such a delight. He crawls now. Oh, like, nice. And that happened like in the space of like a week and a half. Yeah. Where like he was like kind of like he would take like these teetering like whatevers. And now it's just like you put him down and he's like, he's like into stuff and like <laughs> just like motoring all over the place. It drives, drives us nuts. And it's also like super endearing yep. at the same time. Yeah. Um, so there's that. Um, yeah, things aren't bad. I mean, like, dude, like, I've been, uh, I shared with you that I've been smoking a lot of cigars lately. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not bad. I, I like, I like doing that. Yeah. So it's just, it's like I said, it's just been, there's just kind of been a lot on the plate. And so it's like, it's just been tough because it, it's mm-hmm. just one of those seasons where it's like, I can't do everything and that I want to do. And then, there's a struggle, you know, because it's like, yeah. And then sometimes because even then it's like, there are things that like, I feel like I ought to be doing and I'm not doing because of, you know, sometimes not great reasons. Other times like, no, this is reasonable. Like, but I'll t- as a, as a bit of a sort of a, a sidestep here, my wife got us, um, she signed up for like, she found like some sort of coupon, but we, we started doing, we like three hello fresh meals a week. Okay. Um, dude, last week we had like certified bangers for all three. Um, nice. One, they did these like Gouda burgers that were just like, mm. they were, they were really tasty burgers with like potato wedges. There was like this chicken. Um, what was that? It was like this buffalo chicken kind of like with carrots and stuff. Like it was really, that was really good. Um, sweet. There was, uh, spaghetti with pork pork parmesan meatloaf whatever like it was okay. basically a giant pork meatball and it was amazing like nice this uh this tonight we had this um babimbap i think it's called it's oh, okay like, yeah yeah mm-hmm. you actually korean, know what that is it's a korean dish yeah yeah it was like pork and rice and like uh, it was supposed to have ginger, but we didn't have ginger. They didn't include ginger for whatever reason in our, huh. like they must've missed it. But like, it's like, you know, we had the carrots and stuff. It was, it was good. It was, it was real tasty. Nice. That's awesome. I, I didn't know that was Korean. I was like, I've had some Korean, but never bibimbap, I guess. So Ooh. it's only because of, it's only because of YouTube that I know some Korean okay. dishes. Uh, Wes would know way more, uh, but um, there's a YouTuber that's that it, he's like i'm pretty sure he's a chef based on what he does um but he he does a bunch of recipes and then he has his wife try them and they're just super cute they're called aaron and claire if you're ever interested hmm. my kids like just watching them just yeah yeah it's just a lot of fun um and i've done a number of their recipes before because they keep it pretty simple yeah well i'm but, i might, i do need to do i think like more cooking mm. but- Mm. Well, I, I I didn't want to interrupt you earlier, but I do just have to say it, and then we can move on. That sounds like a really Gouda burger. Um, it so that was said, very Gouda. <laughs> You're the worst. <laughs> yeah, it's, I know, I know. That popped into my head, and I'm like, that, that pun is was so, so bad. Cheesy. Are you really? Hey, I like it. Well, that one was smoking. So um, next up, we have another form to observe. <laughs> we do, we do, friend. <laughs> 
Um, uh, and I have it right here. Love that Foley work. Sorry. That is yeah, fantastic. I, I had to, like, I love it. that out a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's, I think it's time for the backlog report, Josh. It and, is. Uh, so... Why don't you, as you know, usually our sort of our normal rhythm here is like you sort of like, you know, you 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 sort of spit. Well, don't spit, but um, you spit know, hot fire, spit hot fire. That's what I do, spit sick bars. Um, <laughs> it's no. like we are the two whitest dudes on the face <laughs> of the planet. Yeah, neither one of those things is true. Um, Clearly, I listened to hardcore gangster rap. You didn't know this. <laughs> Um. <laughs> um but uh why don't you tell us what you've been into lately sure sure so um i'll start i'll start I'll, I'll flip it from normal from what i have here on my on my report um in terms of some stuff that we have been watching i say we because it's been me and my wife generally um we watched this movie and i can't remember if i mentioned it maybe i did mention it on the previous episode and i'm just gonna mention it again but here we go. We'll we'll just go for it. We watched a movie called Peanut Butter Falcon, which is um Oh, that's a that's got uh Shia Shia La- Yes, yes. Shia LaBeouf is in it. Mm. And mm. um it was better than I had expected. I'd heard some good things about it. But man, it was just a it was a, it was fun. I would say that it's cute except it is rated R just for profanity. They, they, there's some f bombs throughout it, and so it's like, oh, it's not really family friendly. But it was, it was like, it was a good story. It was kind of like a, uh, like a Mark Twain, you know, kind of Huckleberry Finn feeling story of this, um, of this um, special needs, this, this guy with Down syndrome, who escapes from. Uh, he's actually at a nursing home. Uh, he's not older but he was at a nursing home mm-hmm. because that's where he was being taken care of and and he escapes and he you know runs into this not convict but you guy on the run and uh they have some adventures together and it was it was just a good movie it's not you know like it's i don't know it's not gonna blow your mind with the story i had some issues with the with the very end of the movie as well but so what it was a fun movie um and i really enjoyed it that my wife and I both did. So Peanut Butter Falcon is a good time. Just remember it's rated R um, for profanity. So there's, uh, he did, uh, she did two sort mm-hmm. of in that same time. There was another one. I, honey Boy? Honey Boy. I I've knew not it was seen something that one. Boy, I was getting I, those confused also. But uh, I, I knew Honey Boy is almost more of like a biography. Right. It's like a biopic kind dad. of thing. Where he yeah. plays his dad. Or sort and but then yeah, I heard like that's the thing. Shia is an absolute like if you if you want an example <laughs> of like the 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 problem with children's stars, Shia LaBeouf <laughs> is like it. Like mm-hmm. that dude is just like completely off the rails all the time. Um, I don't know because I think he's also a bit of a method actor. Mm-hmm. Um which creates some problems like i mean really compelling like daniel day lewis and all those guys like keith ledger mm-hmm. like really compelling like role like just like Heath ledger's joker i i think a lot of people actually credit that to his death 
um, that he just was mm. like, he went some very dark places. Mm. Um, did he, I can't remember. Anyways, anyways, but he, he is a really good actor. Mm-hmm. He really is. Yeah. He's also just insane. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He, he strikes me as someone who has an outsized uh, view of himself. Uh, when he uses that positively for, you know, case in point, something like Peanut Butter Falcon or, um, you know, those motivational YouTube videos that he's done, you know, stuff like that. Great. He can use that positively, but I do, do think it. he's just, yes. Make your dreams a reality. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Explosions. Cue explosions. <laughs> like, he can channel that into some positive places, but he does kind of strike me as someone who may, uh, yeah, just have an outsized sense of self um but anyways i don't have to psychoanalyze uh actors we're gonna do some psychoanalyzing later in the episode so uh let's not get ahead of each other um but yeah mm-hmm. peanut butter falcon we also watched uh, guardians of the galaxy 3 we watched the first half of it on our uh, plane ride back into austin because we were visiting iowa earlier this week mm-hmm. um i think it's actually the uh the only movie I've actually seen from Phase Four of Marvel <laughs> since since Endgame, I, I just haven't been interested enough in anything they've put out to to watch it. Mm-hmm. And um, I I would say it was just okay, at least for the first half, and then the second half kind of picked up, or or not not even picked up, but hooked me more. I'll say, um, yeah, it was it was a fun movie. It was good. It wasn't it wasn't amazing to me, but. But it was good. It was I think that's been like the, the, Megan and I watched that not too long ago, and it was fun. Like it's, and I think the yeah. Guardian movies, as a general rule, have done that really well. Yeah. Um. I mean, like, and I know that like it's super. Like we we on this podcast, and then our friends within the Play Well Network have all bagged mm-hmm. on Marvel. You, Paul, and yeah. Wes had like a pretty in depth discussion with all of the different arcs or whatever yeah um and i would probably kind of agree with you guys because actually we were watching megan and i were watching thor not too long ago like some of the original mm-hmm. Thor movies and i said i did kind of like miss the the fact that like when thor was more of just like an epic kind of character versus yeah. you know big dumb mm-hmm. you know goofball and like don't get me wrong i i enjoy Thor Ragnarok and Love and Thunder. Mm-hmm. I thought they were just I but it's it it does very much feel like those are sort of like it's all like like Guardians hit and then everything else is like, oh hey, let's like put a little more Guardians into everything. Right, right. And so I think honestly, when I was watching Guardians 3, and maybe this was just the first half, maybe there was something weird there, is like it felt it didn't feel new anymore. So yeah. like the 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 shtick that they had, the gags that they, because like half the jokes that they had, I was just kind of like, uh, that was that was pretty lame. Yeah, like that that wasn't a good one. And then sometimes they would hit, and I'm like, okay, okay, I like th- that. That was good. That was good. Um, so it it was it, I felt kind of hit or miss, but only in the sense that like it's overdone at this point, you know. Whereas yeah. like I loved the first Guardians, I thought it was great. Two was okay. Um, I, I, I say three is probably better than two, but. 
Yeah. And I think like, yeah, yeah, definitely. Like if I had to rank them, it'd be one, three, two. Mm-hmm. Like two is, two is fine. Right. Two has like yeah, a couple standout okay. moments. Yeah. Like the stuff with Peter and Yondu. Um, yeah. That's yeah. really good. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and uh, have you seen the, the holiday special? I haven't, I still haven't watched that yet. Okay. Like, I know that you recommended that to me. Yeah. Like, I, I did like three and I thought like it was like some good, like closure, kind of like closing the loop on some of that stuff, mm-hmm. you know? And like, it, it, it felt nice because it was a bit of a happy ending for most parties. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Except for the parties that didn't deserve to have happy endings. Um, <laughs> it's, I'd say bittersweet, but yes, I don't want to give anything. I, I, yeah. I, mean, yeah. I just, sure I think it, it like, it's it, sort yeah. of like, it's one of those things where like, if they don't do anything with those, movies again it'll feel good like it's like okay right. like yes we, we've kind of closed off the arcs with a lot of these characters it's like it's okay to move on mm-hmm. and i did like that um yeah, yeah I, I i liked guardians 3 i just yeah. yeah it's like i said i just most marvel movies kind of like you know I, i'm like they're fine it's so fine i guess yeah. <laughs> that's that's cool that's that's probably a more positive take than I assume uh, from Marvel. Like like for me, for me, th- it seems like they've been putting out movies that have been less than fine. I just <laughs> lately. So to have this, and this one is is better than fine. It was well, good. I think the thing good. is like, yeah, it's good. I think that the problem is that like they're all sort of borrowing from like the, yeah. like Guardians. It feels natural. Yes. Yes. Like this is kind the of characters like characters are scallywags. They're, they're, they're goofballs. They're, yeah. they're they're almost like they're almost defined by their incompetence, mm-hmm. um, you, yeah. you know, more than anything else. Um, but yeah, it's it's fun, but it's it's like most Marvel movies. It's just kind of like eh, yeah, yeah. They, yeah. They all I, they all just feel samey anymore too. Mm-hmm. Totally, totally. So uh, hard segue into some books that I have been reading. Um, one is called Reenchanting Humanity by Owen Strand. It's basically about it's it's like an anthropology kind of book. So um, the the basic premise I haven't gotten too far into it, but the basic premise is that um, in our current age, you know, kind of the the zeitgeist that we're in nowadays. Uh, we view humanity as, you know, stardust bumping into each other kind of a thing. Uh, and and originally we look to the scripture and we see God breathing life into humanity. And uh, so so this idea of re-enchanting humanity is is the idea that we are something, that God has created us with a special purpose. And he has created us as, um, you know, beings that are to carry his image to the world. And so it's this, this grand idea that we lose. Well, obviously when you separate yourself from God, you lose all uh, sense of, of what it means to image him. You know, if you're intentionally kind of looking away from that. Um, So it's, it's interesting. It's yeah, it's really anthropology. So um, it's, it's been fun. I'm enjoying it. Hopefully I'll continue with it and, and be consistent in my actual physical reading of books. Um, the other book that I started just the other day, and it's a short little book. 
was recommended to me by a friend of the show. Um, it is called Visit the Sick by Brian Croft. And it just talks about, well, it talks about that one thing, about visiting the sick and, and the importance within the local church of that and uh, how we see, you know, Christ doing that same thing, how we see the importance of, of the downtrodden and the downcast and, and providing, you know, ministering to, to people in, in the midst of hardship as well, and how important that is, how uh, um, necessary that is within the local body. So been reading that as well, uh, especially, you know, as I look to the future and potential opportunities. Um, so that's that's kind of where my my reading has been. Just still early on in both of those books, but actually been taking the time to kind of sit down and read uh, since I have some extra time on my hands right now. Um, along with that, that, having a bit of extra time and, and kind of, I was going to say putzing around the house, but that's that's probably not true. Thing is, uh, if you've listened to the bite size that I just did this the past week, I've been sick off and on for a few weeks now, which has been very annoying. Um, in particular with my eye getting pink eye, I, I, I do not see very well. And so I wear contacts, but with pink eye, you can't wear contacts. So I wore my glasses and my glasses, I just have not kept up to date. I don't like wearing glasses. And so I can't focus very well, you know, literally focus very well, uh, when I'm wearing glasses. So it, 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 means that I pretty much, because I can't physically, like I can't see very well and it's hard to focus, that also means that I need to be doing things in a more kind of local area. I can't, you know, I'm, I would not trust myself to drive with my glasses on as they are right now. Um, you know, and, probably and, and things that. along those lines. Yes. Yeah. I, I, that's true. There, there is a way. Uh, but right now I don't have health insurance, so <laughs> I can't do that right now. <laughs> Dude, I, uh, mm-hmm. y- you know, and it, you can cut this out if you want, but honestly, mm-hmm. I have just for years, I have just gone to Walmart to get my okay. exams. Mm-hmm. I order my contacts through them because it's, yeah. they, they have a thing with 1-800-CONTACTS anyways. Nice. But then I just get my, my glasses prescription. Mm-hmm. And when I need it, and I just order glasses through Zenny. Okay, yeah, Z E N N I, I think, or something yep. like that. And I just get a pair of like half decent frames, and I have a pair of glasses that last me for a year or two. Nice. So nice. Okay. My eyes have basically stayed the same though for like the last ten years. Okay, okay. Mine have for the past couple of years. Not not quite that long, but. Um, yeah, it probably shouldn't be too hard. I do have a glasses prescription. I just haven't gotten. I'm probably going to need readers and cheaters here, and not oh. not too distant future. I have an astig- I have an astigmatism in both gotcha. eyes, so Oof. With, that's where you start needing to think. Like Oof. last time I was in there, my eye doctor was like, "Yeah, you're probably going to need to start thinking about uh, bifocals." I was like, "That's cool." Thanks, I hate it. <laughs> Thanks, I hate it. Yeah. yeah. That sucks farts. <laughs> right, right, exactly. Um, so with feeling under the weather, with not being able to, to focus on too much, um, I have gravitated towards, in, in playing video games, I've gravitated towards things that are very simple, things that I don't have to think about. And in my case, for my tastes, 
that just so happened to line up with our book club that we have going on, which is to to pick a Final Fantasy game, because I can do simple uh, turn based battles. Okay, that's nice and easy. Grinding for a while. That's easy. I, I mean, I can do that while I'm, you know, listening to a podcast or what. I don't have to think about it very much. And I would much rather do that than play Tears of the Kingdom, where I am trying to do these puzzles in my head, or Elden Ring, where it takes some a, a bit of finesse to play those games. So I have dumped a ton of time. Well, I say a ton just based on my normal playing over the past couple months. I have dumped a considerable amount of time into Final Fantasy III, which is the DS version that I own. Um, and I am at the end of the game, actually. Is that I the was, Chibi version? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's the remake, the 3D remake. Um, not the not the original, not the Pixel remaster, but it's the one it came out in the 2000s. It yeah. was the first time it came out here in America. Yeah. Um, I like that one. You do? Okay. Okay, cool. I, I have a bit of a soft spot for those ones. They're yeah. kind of gross. Like, <laughs> like, I know they're not, a lot of people don't like them, but I, mm-hmm. I did. So I've got, I've got some thought. I'm, I'm at the, I'm at the very last kind of area. So I will have it done by next episode. And when we do the book club episode, I'll give some extended thoughts. So I don't want to do that here and now. Um, but what I will say that this was the perfect time to play it. Like I said, not feeling well, so don't have to do too much. Just grind, change your job, have a good time. Nice and simple. Um, I will say that this game has made me realize how important aesthetics are to an experience, for sure, because it does feel different than the time that I played through it years ago on an emulator. I say years, this was like, half a lifetime ago, <laughs> you know, back in high school when I emulated Final Fantasy III um, for, the, for the NES. It, it just feels very different. And I, I know there was some, some changes that, that was made to the game as well, um, but in some ways that the, on paper I would not have thought would have, have felt so different. But again, I will get into that more later. Um, but since I did not finish the game, there is no change in my beatdown score as of yet. So that's all that I have to report on. What do you have to report on? Um, well, as far as watching, I mean, we sort of talked about like I, I, I too also recently watched Guardians of the Galaxy three. Yeah, and, uh, we we talked about that a little bit. Uh, haven't been and again this is kind of par for the course i just don't watch a lot of things yeah um my wife and i have been watching the marvelous miss or mrs Maisel on amazon Mm -hmm. i it's i can't really recommend it it's like some of it is interesting um it's like one of those things like we're just watching it together it's something that we put on uh mostly when we're busy like waiting for like new episodes of like only murders Gotcha. Um, mm-hmm. The new season of Only Murders is interesting, mostly because like okay. it's Paul Rudd. I mean, the dude's a gem. Yeah, he he's really the reason. Is. He is the reason I love the Ant Man movies. Because, um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, he just seems like, like you know, like occasionally, like there, there's people in Hollywood that you're just like, I would love to hang out with this person. Yeah, like Paul Rudd is like. 
No joke. I just, I bet he would just be an absolute delight to hang out with. Yes. Yeah. hundred percent. If you watch his hot ones interview, he's yeah. Yeah. And it's like the, the thing is like, and here we are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, he, he just like, he just like throws off like just good dude vibes, good mm-hmm. dude energy. Um, so, and, oh, he plays like a total dirtball. In only, oh, only nice. Murders. Okay. Um, so he's, I, maybe dirtball's not exactly there. I, 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 it's, I don't know. If you like Only Murders, it's more Only Murders and it's fun. Nice. Like, I don't think it's like, I think like the thing with that series is like the first season was the peak. And I, I just like, even though, Martin and Short are just like they're brilliant. Like yes, mm-hmm. like and Selena Gomez's performance does leave things to be desired. But um, also, yes, I, I think she's fine. I, mm-hmm. I but um, yeah, I I just enjoy that show. I think it's yeah, just really good. Um, sweet. So yeah, only murders. And I've been watching some anime, but it's like nothing. I care to like go in depth about it's just like nothing I want to admit publicly. Yeah. Well, I'm so I'm watching this one right now. It's just, uh, since I don't, I don't want to, to make it kidding. sound like that. Um, <laughs> I it's just not like that, like majorly impressive or anything. But yeah. there is one yeah. that I am kind of like being charmed by right now. It's called uh, The Galaxy Next Door. Okay, and it's dumb. It's like a slice of life kind of thing. But it's like, is it signing? Is kind of like, but sign in, I think. Uh, anyways, whatever. I don't know. But it's all I know is that it's like, it's sort of like a rom com kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It's, it's fine. It's like, it's, it's like, I, I'm enjoying it. It's like, I'm, it, I'm turning it on because it's there and I'm watching it. Like, yeah. and I don't hate it. Uh, as far as books I've read, um, I've been, I, I too need to get into the act of like physically reading things just more often. Um, but I haven't done that. I did, however. I so I listened to the latest three seventy two book, um, mm-hmm. the uh, mm-hmm. the Starlight Barking, yeah, which is a a, <laughs> a uh, <laughs> it it's is a sequel, something. yes, um, to the One Hundred One Dalmatians. Uh, and here, I, I think I'm going to paraphrase this quote, but. Um, Mike Nelson said something where it's like the prose, and I'm paraphrasing this, but the prose is, it's perfectly competent. It's pretty straightforward. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just everything else about the book is absolutely insane. Um, <laughs> yes. It is like someone explaining a fever dream to you in the most rational of terms. Mm-hmm. Um, That's a good way of putting it. It is just, it's like, and I love absurdity. Like, I love it. Um, and this right. is just like a bridge two or three, like this is a bridge, not just too far, but like two or three times too far. Yeah. Um, I'm just like, this is, how did, uh, um, so that right. was so, fun. Yeah. This is the official like sequel to 101 Dalmatians. Yeah. Like the book that these, the movies, the Disney movies are based on 101 Dalmatians. The author wrote a sequel. And, and it is it's, it, 
it, something. It, it like uh, to me, it feels like fan fiction because it is so off the wall. Just like what is even happening here? But like you said, it's it's written competently. Like it's not it's not like fan fiction. You know, like gross or. I was going to say weird. It's weird, but not in a, not in a gross way. Yeah. It's not gross. It's, it's just, it's coherent and insane. (laughs) And it's just like the whole time you're reading it, you're going like, huh? Yeah. It's like, it's like if, if, if it's like that M night Shyamalan movie signs, if that was a sequel to 101 Dalmatians, you're like, what, what are you even talking about? Like what, how none of these things relate, like almost nothing in the, in the book relates back to the first one, except that there are Dalmatians. Um, it's so weird. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's just bizarre. It's, it's kind of tough. Bizarre. Yeah. Um, no, that's, that's fine. But, uh, and, and sort of in a more positive and sort of beneficial sort of capacity, I actually <laughs> start re-listening to the space trilogy by Lewis. Ooh, nice. Um, out of the Silent Planet and Paralandra are just really good. Mm, mm-hmm. They're like they they're really good adventures. Um, yeah, it's it, it, Lewis was a not just competent writer, but he was he was a very gifted wordsmith. Um, oh yeah, and it's just been kind of fun to listen to those. So I'm listening to that hideous strength right now, and cool. which makes me just want to go back and read that hideous strength. Um, like I'm gonna listen to it, and I might actually just sit down and read it. Um, nice, definitely. Like some of Lewis's mysticism is showing, um, mm-hmm. but I mean that's kind of also a little charming. So <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah. So that that's what I've been reading. Kind of, I did start also. I haven't finished it. I think somebody shared it in the in the discord uh there was a book come on show me my library called how to read a book by mortimer mortimer j adler and charles right. van doren mm-hmm. um so i also yeah i've got a whole bunch of stuff in here that i need to to get through um but yeah so that's that's kind of like uh what i've been reading as far as playing uh, dude it's it's destiny 2 and snap Mm. although what i would say is that um i'm not going to talk too too much i just think that this is the best season of destiny that i've played in a hot minute like last season was like season the deep was like okay um season of the seraph i really liked too um season of the deep was like it was like eh. but yeah season like season this is uh season of the witch okay and there was a recent sort of like state of play kind of thing that they did uh that i'm pretty excited about the direction that destiny is taking as far as just like their model they're they're going to be changing their model and how they sort of roll Mm -hmm. out content and so i'm excited about that um yeah i'm just i'm excited about where where destiny is going i think uh like last season left me kind of gone like and it's kind of like did i really want to play this like why why am i playing this and like kind of thing like so i don't feel that way but i haven't i haven't purchased anything you know um so my my score is still the same and i think that 
I think I'm at positive three. Um, so, but I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Like, this is kind of just where I'm at. Like I'm, I'm a little like disoriented. I'm a little tired. I'm a little bit of a shambling, rambling mess. (laughs) And, uh, you guys love her to hate it, but I'm here. So, um, but that being said, let's talk about the backlog beatdown. We mentioned it before. And if you guys, if, if this is the first time you're ever, ever listening to one of our episodes, the backlog beatdown is a meta that we run all year long. And uh, the short version is you buy games, you acquire new games, you take points, you play them, uh, and you beat them, you subtract points, and you want to get as mm-hmm. low a score as possible. It's fun. We have a lot of fun with it. Uh, personally, within our Discord, there's a, it's just sort of a neat little exercise to get us to think about like our purchases and what we're playing. Um, mm-hmm. So it's cool, and we like it, and we think that you would like it too. Other things that you might like. Right. Um, so we, I just mentioned and sort of gave a bit of a rundown of the backlog beatdown, but uh, our friend Charles Watson uh, came up with an app not too long ago. Uh, at this point in time, it's been several years, but that's still not th- that long ago. Um, called the GG app, which is a letterbox style mm-hmm. app for your video game collection. You can create custom lists, you can rate review games. Um, there's sort of a, a feed that you can see what your, your friends are playing. Uh, it's a really, cool little piece of tech and we really like it and we really like the work that charles has been doing on it uh we like it so much in fact that we throw a little bit of money at charles uh just because uh you know we like it and (laughs) and 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 so you're like what would we just throw money at charles no no actually so there's a free version of the app okay and you you can get all like sort of the basic features that, that i just mentioned uh for free 99 but if you like his app and you sort of want to like throw a little bit of money at it and you want to get some perks because here's the neat part, right? For five bucks a month or 50 bucks a year, you can become an elite tier member. Uh, the elite members have access to Charles in a special channel in the server, uh, his discord server rather. Uh, they have early access to the, to builds of the app. Uh, they just have a lot more input and, uh, yeah, they've been a lot of the elite members. Like that's a very vibrant community. They've been really helpful uh, to Charles in, in shaping the app. So, uh, if that sounds interesting to you at all, check it out. And uh, if you like it, throw in some scratch. You know, not literally throw him, but you know, yeah, yeah, send it his way. Other things that you can throw money at. It's us. It's this podcast. Give us money, please. Uh, <laughs> no, we 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 don't want to sort of come up like that. That's that's a little more aggressive than I actually wanted to come across. Like, I I was thinking oh, it would be funny if I went money, please. But Josh really likes it when I do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, so so here's the deal. Are we have a Patreon? And we want you guys to think of it as a bit of a tip jar. And if you have done the sharing and the carrying, you've gone above and beyond the Call of Duty and all the other things, like you've you've given us the five-star review, all that stuff. If you haven't done that stuff, we'd ask you to do that because, you know, let people know about us. Uh, let your friends and, and your loved ones, maybe let your worst enemy know. Like if you hate us and you hate them, maybe they'll like this podcast. Um, who, who knows? <laughs> That's, uh, but... Uh, the thing is we have a patron and it's a, a Patreon and it's not just like sort of like a tip jar where you don't get anything in exchange. It's a tip jar with benefits, right? So our patrons, they get an exclusive role and, and again, an exclusive channel in our discord server. 
-hmm. They also uh, get to nominate uh, once a year. They get to nominate a game and or topic for us to to, to cover on an episode and they can come on that episode with us. There's uh, some our, our last episode, the backlog draft episode was actually a patron, a, a patron exclusive event uh, that only they were had access to. Um, and there's an they get early and uncut. So I'm I'm fading here a little bit, which is going <laughs> to be really interesting for the next section. But in addition to that, they get early and uncut access to each and every episode, in addition to a video version of each and every episode that is also uncut. Um, so all the weird side tangents, all the things I tell Josh to fix and post, those are all left in there. They get almost everything gets left in. Occasionally, <laughs> there's something where I'm like, Josh, no, you absolutely have to cut that. Um, it's mostly him saying just obscenely foul things, mm -hmm. just absolutely vile. It would be well, illegal if I if I actually allowed. Other if he to published that, it. we would be super canceled. Um, I'm that's a joke. Please don't take that seriously. <laughs> don't worry, um, it'll get cut in post. Don't worry, that will get cut in post. <laughs> womp womp womp. Um, and you know they have a little bit more access to us in uh, the the the. Uh, the discord server and the patreon but there's also an exclusive podcast uh, that they get just called the bro hang it tends to be a little more conversational a little more just stream of consciousness kind of stuff sometimes uh i get a little spicy and i say things that may shock and or titillate you or disgust you um because i'm that type of person hmm. um the things i say could actually get a super canceled um now, if you're curious as to what super cancel, no, I don't say anything that racy. Um, sometimes I do get a little. Anyways, I'm not giving you any spoilers. No, no. If you if you want to know what that's about, give us a dollar um, mm -hmm. or more. You know, we we. But yeah. So, like I said, you you like us, you like what we're doing here, and you want to sort of go a little bit above and beyond. We do have a Patreon, and feel free to check it out. Other things that we think you ought to check out. Okay. So, and I think, um, I think this is a good place to sort of insert this one too. Like I'm going to give mm. him a little bit of a shine at the end too. Yeah. But, uh, we are members of the Playwell network alongside our friend, Wesley, the henchman, Mr. Wesley Ray, the henchman dad himself and Paul, the artist currently known as the techno funk boy Lytle. These, these guys, they have their own content. Obviously, uh, Wesley has, uh, you know, has the, the Henshin Dad podcast, you know, mm -hmm. duh, it's in the name, um, where he talks about Tokusatsu. If you don't know what Tokusatsu is, uh, think Power Rangers, think Ultraman, think Kamen Rider. There you go. And uh, it's really great. I prefer Ultraman to, to the other mm -hmm. two. I like Kamen Rider too. Sentai and like Power Rangers doesn't do much for me, but that's just me. Um, Paul, on the other hand, oh, he also, Wesley, oh man, see, and again, this is me fading. Just, this is like, just falling apart <laughs> on the radio. Burning here. out. I'm burning out. Yeah. On like I'm ends. burning the, this is what happens when you burn the candle at both ends for too long. Mm -hmm. Got a little nub with just like a few drops of wax on there. <laughs> um, anyways, Wow. Wesley has also uh, he not too long ago he started up the Retro Noon podcast, which is mm -hmm. sort of a a nostalgia retro kind of podcast thing. It's he's been talking a lot about Pokemon, which is a little like you know 
uh, just it's it's a little sort of like troubling for me. Like I, I'm kind of like, man, my my friend needs help. Um, but hey, it's it's in spite of the fact that he's been talking a lot about Pokemon, I still recommend it. I think Josh does too. Um, Definitely, Josh might not recommend it in spite of Pokemon, like I do. He might recommend it because he likes Pokemon. I don't know. It's true. Um, yeah, he does like Pokemon. Okay, so there you go. Um, our friend Paul, on the other hand, um. He does a lot of actual play stuff. Now he's in the past, he's done sort of some retro nostalgia style podcasts of the retro super show, um, the retro station. Mm-hmm. Um, now he's the thorns of war, which is a, I'm going to say it right. Drum it's roll. a dragon Lance. There we go. Podcast. Dragon Lance. Um, it's a dragon Lance actual play podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, which is not Never Winter Nights or Forgotten Realms or any Forgotten, of that yep. stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, it is D and D, but it's not all the other things. Mm-hmm. Um, so we like their content, and we really think you ought to check it out. In addition, I think we get to be the first ones to sort of announce this. Heyo, there's going to to be a new member of the Playwell Network family. Our mm-hmm. friend uh, Porcho. Who's just been a stand-up guy within the, the the breakdown community is launching a new podcast that um, I am absolutely tickled about. It's mm-hmm. called uh, "Nothing New Under the Porch," and uh, I mean, I think Josh, if uh, you don't mind, I think why don't we just let Nick speak for himself? So that being said, here's a word from Nick. Are you sick of listening to A-grade podcasts and want to settle for something less? Then why don't you give nothing new under the porch a try? Do you need someone to go further into the values of Mario Kart 64? Then listen to my takes on video games that have been talked about before by more interesting people. I dive into games I've played to try and find any potential theological or moral lessons buried within them. What? I also do a hot topic every episode. There are also satirical articles read out with cringe-inducing voice acting. Here's what loyal friends and family have to say about it. Hey, did you want to listen to my podcast? Just leave me alone! Wow, it sounds like my wife will love it! Hey, it's my son Atticus. Will you listen to it? <laughs> Dorian, what do you think my podcast is like? It's like Joe Rogan. No, it's not. Well, Wes, what's it done for you? Thanks, Nick. It helps me get to sleep better. Huh. It's even changing lives. Alrighty, first episode will be dropping soon. After that, tune in every fortnight. Like the social media stuff and get the updates. Goodbye. And we're back. So folks, tonight, uh, you know, and Josh and I have sort of been talking about it a little bit. We're going to be talking about burnout. We're going to be talking about maybe backlogs. And just how these these two things can sort of tie together mm-hmm. at times. Or maybe there's absolutely no intersection. Maybe you'll just have to find out for yourself. <laughs> um, but And, and I, I sort of talked about it, but a lot of this topic was just sort of like, I, I've been thinking about maybe revisiting this. And what's kind of interesting is that I'm actually like hip deep in sort of a fairly um, in-depth situation. Like I'm, I'm kind of burnout and, and some of it mm-hmm. is just like, you know, we, we were talking a little bit about it earlier, but it's just like, 
I've been burning the candle at both ends for so long. I'm, I'm kind of, I'm not getting as much sleep as I ought to be. There's just mm-hmm. a lot going on period with like the adoption with my dogs surgery with having to, you know, w- there was a, a bit of a car search for a while or not even a car search, but like a car situation for a while that, and yeah. it's just like, there's like tons of stuff and it's just, I've kind of been in this this headspace where I'm just like just fatigued all the time. And I found myself yeah. just sort of, you, you know, we, we did the backlog draft episode. And again, there were some other like mitigating circumstances. Like I was having some some health issues with my hands and things like that, which just made doing much of anything kind of not great or easy. Mm-hmm. But it's like a, a lot of what I was playing was I was just playing Snap. I was just playing Destiny 2. I wasn't really, there are games I've picked up that I've been meaning to sort of get around to. And in other times, I've been able to like sort of like carve out and, and, and meaningful time for all of that stuff. And I, I, but I just feel like there's a lot of just mitigating circumstances that have kind of brought me to this point. Mm-hmm. And I thought it'd be interesting to have a conversation about it. I also yeah. uh, just want all the listeners to know that I ate not one, but two dream sickles. Oh, it was magnificent. Nice. Mm. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. Well, that'll definitely uh, cool you off when you're feeling burnt out, right? Listen, something like that. I'm just a fat pig, Josh. Maybe <laughs> Josh That's- is amused by that because he just said it to me. He didn't call what? me a fat pig. He no, yeah, a fat pig. <laughs> And yeah, it just, it's so, it's so blunt. Um, I just thought it was really funny as it came out of my mouth because I don't typically say that, but you you know, the, the, the irony was not lost on me. The fact that like you who are like probably much in much better shape than I am right now, are like, (laughs) I'm a disgusting fat pig. And I'm going like, (laughs) really? I've just been snacking this entire recording. And it's just that yeah, but did no you eat two creamsicles in a row? Oh, no, but anyways, anyways, but getting back to the whole point that we're here talking yeah, about the reason burnout. the reason we're going to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, it, and I, um, you know, that I've talked about kind of where I'm at in life right now, and even I even touched on it a little bit for the bite size that I just did, where. Uh, there's just a realization in me. I, I I don't feel necessarily burnt out on games, but there is certainly a recognition that hey, this is this is um, relegated to the periphery of life for the time being. Um, I don't have a considerable amount of time to spend playing video games. Well, I I did want to offer just a point of clarification. It's not mm-hmm. just games. Like I am burnout on yeah. almost all media right now. Yeah. Like I just feel like, and, and some of it it, is basically been like, I've almost been like drowning in media for a while Mm -hmm. and there's just like too much, you know? And I, and it's just like, and none of it, it's like, it's all just sort of like washing over me (laughs) and none Mm -hmm. of it means anything. I'm just like, I'm like, I'm just kind of like, I'm not even doing like the, like the consuming thing. Just like, I'm just like, "Eh." (laughs) yeah. Yeah, just kind of hooking yourself back up into that, and then, uh, and then, yeah, like you said, consuming. That's that's a good word for for it as well. Especially, you know, I think of I think of stuff like YouTube where everything is called content, um, 
and the, and so that consuming mindset kind of sets in as well. Cause I know I feel that certainly at times where, um, I just want to turn something on, whether it's a YouTube video, whether it's a podcast, whether it's something like, I just want to like someone, something entertain me or cause me to think or, or do something. I kind of outsource, you know, my, uh, the things that I should, my focus and my yeah. attention on other things. And, and I say that like, to me, it's like, oh, it's just background noise while I do something else. Um, but it does certainly guide my thoughts and my attention. Mm-hmm. Um, so it is something that we need to, to give some, some consideration to as well. Um, especially when that becomes the default, <laughs> at least yeah. in my case. Um, so I think it's great that you, you're recognizing this, um, unhealthy kind of pattern of, you know, getting into these certain rhythms that you constantly kind of go back to without, uh, without reaping very many of the benefits. Cause I think so often we will just kind of plow through and hope that it gets better. And it, it doesn't, I mean, right. that, that's the thing is it doesn't, um, you know, and, and it's not to say that there wasn't sort of a period too, where it's like, I was just like white knuckling things for so mm-hmm. long, just like, mm-hmm. I'll get through this. I'll get through this. I'll get through this. And, but it wasn't changing. Like nothing was changing. It was just mm-hmm. kind of like, and so, you know, it's just sort of, you hit a process where you're like, something needs to give. And so you have yeah. to start, you have to start like doing some sort of analysis. You have to sort of like mm-hmm. take a minute and look inside. And, and sort of say like, what is going on in my life? And I, I just recognized yeah. that there was a lot of time. And now some of it, it was like, you know, Byron's, you know, even though he's like crawling now and stuff like that, he's still a baby. And so yeah. like, there just isn't like a ton, a ton you can do with him. Right. Um, like you can play with him for a little bit. You can let him crawl around for a little bit. You can, you know, push him on the swing for a little bit. You can like, you know, make sure that he doesn't like, he actually did a really funny thing tonight too. And it's, I'm going to have like a dad moment where Reba, our, our cat, she mm-hmm. jumped up. He's got like this little like play thing, like table thing where you, you set him down in it. I call it a stomper. Um, okay. Yeah. Cause you know, it's got like a little platform underneath and he stomps and he can turn yeah. himself around and everything. Anyway, she jumped up on that and he like wheeled around to look at her and he was trying to pet her kind of like okay. grab her. And he ended up pushing her off the table. And I, I was, I was like, that's hysterical. Um, <laughs> but there, there was all this stuff that sort of became like a default. It's like, right. Hey, you know, like he's, he's feeling fussy, like turn this on or, or he's mm-hmm. having a bottle, like turn this on or he's doing this. And, you know, we could, and just like to have stuff running in the background and it's just kind of like, there's a point where it's like, you know, it's like we we were talking. It was like, you know, I really do enjoy Marvel Snap as a game, but like, yeah, I find that my time in it is just not as fun. Yeah. And, and so you have to look at like what the difference is mm-hmm. and like, what are the things and the patterns that are going on? And it's like, there's been a, again, there's just, there's a lot of things. Like I said, I'm not sleeping the way that I ought to be. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I'm probably not spending the time in, in the word that I need to be. I'm not spending time mm-hmm. in fellowship the way that I need to be. There's yeah. like all these things where it's like, there's all these things that, you know, and it's like, and some of it just, some of it is just, it's part of the season though, too. It's like, sure. you know, you're just, yeah. you've got a kid. You can't be like running around all the time and like, just like, I can't be, you know, yeah. Anyways. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so that, that throws an interesting, so, because, so one of the questions that came to mind for me is when do you think that this started um, to kind of, and, and if you were to look back, what do you think you would have done differently to, to kind of stop this before it had turned into just kind of this, this feedback loop? It's negative feedback loop, I guess. Um, but that's that's interesting. I mean, I think you you answered that question of just like life kind of changed because you're talking about how um, you're feeling tired in a number of different areas and also physically tired. So, okay, the, I mean, we can we can go down either of those routes, but but even just the idea of feeling tired by the by the circumstances of life um, does that does that seem to does that seem to be where this has started is just based on the way that life has kind of thrown you some curveballs lately is that is that kind of like the starting place because i could totally see where that happens and then step 2 is you you just cope with you know like like you mentioned kind of playing stuff in on default yeah i think that i think if we're being honest like you know because video games are our sort of like default or mm-hmm. our, our preferential sort of like means of recreation, right? Right. It's easy to default to them, right? Yeah. And so there was kind of this point where it's like, well, I'm not doing anything. I'll just play Marvel Snap or I'll just do this yeah. or I'll just do this. And for the longest time, I think, you know, there were just a series of things where it's like, I think I've even mentioned for the longest time, I didn't keep games on my phone. And, uh, you know, then Magic the Gathering Arena happened and I was like, oh, (laughs) and there was a reason I didn't keep games on my phone is because it, in a lot of ways, it just makes it so like the, the same sort of reflex to like pull up your phone and check Facebook, pull up your phone and check Twitter, pull up your phone and check whatever it, that you sort of like, oh, pull up my phone and turn on Marvel Snap. And mm-hmm. it be- becomes, and again, not just a choice, but it becomes reflexive, where it's like yeah. that that becomes like the default. So with stuff like that, and it's just, yeah, th- there's just kind of, like I said, a loop that you, you fall into. And there is, especially when he was like so much younger, like he's he's going on 10 months now. Yeah. Um, he's he's going to be a year yeah. old here wow. soon. <laughs> um, but when he was younger and you couldn't really go out and do things like now we can at least right. like pack him in the car and we couldn't go do something. Mm-hmm. It's like, we weren't really super comfortable going anywhere and we weren't like, people weren't really coming to visit us and stuff like that. So a yeah. lot of times it's just like, turn on the TV, you know, turn on the PlayStation, turn on whatever. And just, you know, kind of veg out while he he sleeps on or around us or whatever because right. you can't right can't be too loud can't get like too involved in anything mm-hmm. and i think that's been part of it though too 
Okay. So not only has there been a, because I think part of it is like, you know, the way that we consume these things is just as important as like, you know, the content that we're consuming, right? The the okay. way in which we're doing it. Cause I, I did say to you, it's like, I don't even feel like, cause like consumption Im- implies, right? An, an amount of digestion where it's like, right. you're thinking about what you're doing. You're thinking about your, what you're playing. Like there's, there's like a process that you're working through, like you're analyzing it. And I was just sort of like in this, like, again, sort of like this coping mode, but it was just like kind of just washing over me. It was just like a thing yeah. I did. Yeah. Um, versus like a thing that I engage with that sort of like would sort of like send me down these creative pathways or like get me thinking. Yeah. Um, so it was like, you know, you turn the stuff on and and then the, the stuff would just like, again, it was just sort of like, there wasn't even consumption. It was just like, just like, again, washing over me. It was like, I'm just kind of like uh, hanging out in it. Whereas if there had been sort of, again, that, that more of a, a consumption going on, where it's like in, intentionally sort of like working at it and chewing on the material and sort of like wrestling with it. That's different because then there's a process mm-hmm. there, but it was like, mm-hmm. it was even sort of like, it was almost kind of like this mindless thing, which I think, I think, and, and maybe the, but I, I honestly have to wonder if this is how most people sort of engage with media. Oh, interesting. It's just like this kind of, and and I'm not trying to be petty or nasty or even like talk down to anybody or about anybody, but like this, we, we've all heard the phrase mindless consumerism and it's like for the first time, and, and I'm not saying that's the first time ever, but for the first time in a long time, I was like sort of back in that. Yeah. And it was, it was different and it was interesting because it was like, it was like, well, this is just the thing that I do now. Yeah. Like. And yeah. and so there there was even sort of like questions in there. It's like the 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 issue of like not asking questions, of not sort of wrestling with what I was like like. And I think too, like part of it is like, and it's not to like speak ill, but like Marvel Snap and Destiny Two, uh, Destiny maybe a little bit, but the, the, there's not a lot of like stuff there. It's all it's all mechanical okay. at that point mm-hmm. in time. So like with Snap, it's like sort of like thinking about like the hand I'm going to be playing. It's like it's right. all strategy. There's no like, and that's that you're thinking, mm-hmm. but then, and then with destiny, it's just like, shoot guys, take their stuff. I mean, at it's, you know, basis level. Sure. But yeah, I, I do think it was just sort of like things were a little difficult. Uh, mm-hmm. We couldn't do anything. So it was just like, you kind of default to like, Oh, Hey, I'll just turn the I'll I'll turn the PlayStation on. I'll I'll grab my Switch. I'll do whatever, and then that yeah. quickly just it's helped like really kind of establish a lot of not great patterns. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So if that can help, kind of pinpoint sort of where you think you first started going astray. That sounds so that sounds so intense, and I don't mean it that way. Um, what where do you think if you could like go back in time and shake Nate awake you know or 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 kind of go to a time how how would you do that and I ask that question simply because I know in my case right when I I tend to justify things pretty easily 
And so, um, for, for me, if I was really caught up in something like a Marvel snap, um, if I just went back, you know, a few months and was like, Hey Josh, chill out on Marvel snap. I'd probably be like, okay, cool. I'll keep it under, under control and then just keep doing it. Does that make sense? Like, yeah. I don't know that, I don't know that, that warning, like a simple warning like that would do too much. You know, we've talked about in reference multiple times about how sometimes our wives will comment when they see unhealthy patterns. Mm-hmm. And that's super helpful because that's, that's a little bit of accountability. That's that to me coming from someone else who knows me that close. And although I dislike it, yeah, I know it kind of, I know it's true. <laughs> you know, it's not just, it's not just myself. So I feel like if it were in myself of like, Oh yeah, maybe I should, maybe I shouldn't play this that much. Oh, well, I'm still going to do it <laughs> if it were just coming from me. Well, and again, it's it's not that I – there were several mitigating sort of factors there. So like the sure. ease of access and all that yeah. other stuff. Like, Yeah. But like honestly, I think like it, 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 it's sort of like the thing like, you know, if you could go back to your younger self and sort of like, you know, right all the wrongs and say like, mm-hmm. hey, I think in that, that – that particular circumstance where it's like, if I could go back and just be like, Hey dude, like instead of like playing this game all the time, that's fine. Play the game sometimes, man. Um, read a book too. Like just pick a book and like, while, while the boy is sleeping on you or like, you have to be quiet, just pick a book and just like read through some of it or take a nap. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. That that's great because I I find that that's super helpful for me too. So even even when I you know not feeling well over the past week or two, um, I've had some other priorities that in order to kind of gauge my time for playing because I have put a lot of time into Final Fantasy three lately, um, more than I've been than you know, previously been playing video games. I've been playing games more, but it's something real simple while I can, I can do it while I'm doing other things. But I have also made sure that I've gotten X, Y, and Z done beforehand. So I have those things in mind as to like, okay, what needs to get done? Like what absolutely can I do um, before I start playing a considerable amount? Or maybe I'll play for a little bit and then stop and then say, okay, no more until these things, until I've addressed these other priorities. Um, do, you, do you find that that is helpful for you as well so that it doesn't feel... To, to me, in that case, I, I, it's kind of like, okay, well, then I'll get to play kind of without guilt, if that makes sense, without that sense of like, maybe I should be doing something else. Yeah, uh, th- that will probably be helpful but i think the biggest part is like there's just sort of been like such a malaise and yeah like like unfortunately it is like there's kind of this thing where it's like there's all all sorts of stuff that needs to be done like all the time yeah it's like and then i I think part of it too is like you know i come home from work and i'm i'm tired yeah i yeah. You know, especially like when it's been hot and kind of nasty. Right. And it's like, I just don't have a lot of gas in the tank. And so it's like, I mean, I definitely think like, oh yeah, like it would be, 
it would be good if I would say like, okay, like, hey, before you like turn on the PlayStation, before you know you you sit down and watch TV or whatever, like do X, Y, and Z. Like, mm-hmm. you know, check, like make sure the dishwasher's empty or like run the vacuum or put away yeah. laundry or do whatever. But a lot of times it's just like, dude, well, one, what I will say is like, especially with laundry, like it is amazing how a child so small can generate so much freaking <laughs> laundry. Like, sure. I I wash my work clothes like twice a week. Like I have enough uniforms. Okay. I, I, I am usually good for like three or four days. Like this kid, cool. man, like will burn through, like his clothes are tiny. Mm-hmm. And it's like, we're probably washing all his clothes, like at least, like at least as often as I wash my work clothes. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. it's ridiculous. <laughs> it's like, you're disgusting kid. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> no, it's, uh, it's, that that is a joke. Um, <laughs> but there is this kind of like, yeah, it would be helpful if I could do it. I think the problem though is too, is like just sticking to that and reminding yourself sure. of that. Like that's, mm-hmm. that's kind of like the tricky part. Cause like, there's like stuff where it's like, even like a lot of it was what I've been finding, especially in the last couple of weeks is like, okay, I'm going to go to bed. I'm going to get up. I'm going to do X, Y, and Z. Then I'm going to go to work. I'm going to come back. I'm going to do blah, 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 blah. And then it's mm-hmm. like, what happens is like, like I stay up too late or I have problems sleeping Cause that's the mm, other thing too. Like yeah. th- there has been like a little bit, not insomnia, but just like an inability to get to bed, like reasonably without like, yeah. feeling like I'm fighting or whatever. Uh, gotcha. And so there, there's just been like, it, it's just like, it's not just one issue. It's not like, am I playing probably more than I ought to in this current season? Yeah. Like I can admit that. Um, okay. but it's also like, I'm just tired. Right. Um, there's like a lot just on our plate right now. Yeah. And it's 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 kind of the issue where it's like I'm I feel like I'm doing like ten things all at once and I'm not doing any of them well. Sure. Um Yeah. Yeah. Well, and and you mentioned lack of sleep like that. Well, that'll do it. <laughs> that and that that compounds a lot of things because then mm-hmm. it's like it's like my decision making is kind of like not where I need it to be. Yeah. Um so yeah. It's just like I said, there's just been a lot of issues where, like, I I think that th- that would be the two biggest ones where it's mm-hmm. be like if I could go back, like like I said, if I could go back and to like Nate from like six months ago, I'd be like, okay, dude, like Snap is cool, like play Marvel Snap, go ahead, that's cool. Um, also, but like, I mean, when the boy is like passed out on you, instead of like playing your dumb game and getting like angry at it, mm-hmm. read a book or like. Yeah. Or just take a nap with the kid, like because like mm-hmm. you're tired too, and you could probably use a nap, right? Um, right. Yeah. Nice. Nice. So you may have just answered this with that, but where I was thinking next is instead of focusing on okay, where did you go wrong? Like, what are next steps? What's some ways that we can help if someone else listening to this? Um, says, you know what? I think I think I, I didn't realize that maybe I'm a little burnt out as well. Um, and and yeah, this this instead of recreation, this has be- become more of a coping mechanism that yeah. is unhealthy. Yeah. How do you move back from where it is now as this unhealthy coping mechanism 
to putting it into its proper place to where it becomes recreational and it becomes refreshing again? Um, well, I think the, the real step is like uh, sort of starting over from scratch in, okay. in a sense, like, you know, just uh, you know, empty out the box a little bit, like, yeah. and just say like, okay, like, so one of the things I, I've talked to you is like, I'm in September, there's a good chance that I may not play any snap. Um, mm-hmm. just because like, I'm at least going to skip out on a week or two just because I think I, I need that break. Like you, you yeah. need that. Like when, if, if you are sort of entertaining yourself to the point of like oversaturation, right. Where mm-hmm. it's just like, it is just a coping mechanism at this point in time. Like one, it's not supposed to be. Right. Like it, it, I'm not just saying that it can never like video games can never be part of like a coping mechanism, right? Because mm-hmm. sometimes like you you need that bit of a break. You need to sort of be able to step away from reality, and sort of like, I mean, dude, like we see it all the time, and because I think like it's like how many times has there been like a problem at work or a problem in life or a problem even in in a video game and you go to bed, you wake up the next day and like, you're looking at that same problem and your brain goes click. Yeah. We need breaks from stuff like this. Like mm-hmm. you need the reset. And I think like, yeah. So th- that's part of it. I think too is like prioritizing, um, really just healthy physical practices. So like for, for me, if somebody is in a sort of a similar consequence, like sort of, not consequence, but like uh, circumstance. circumstance. Yes, mm-hmm. that's the word I was looking for. Mm-hmm. Um, if somebody's in similar circumstances, I would say like I think one of the questions I would be is like, how much sleep are you getting? Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. And, and now some of it is like you know, especially when he was younger, you, I just couldn't get a lot of sleep. Mm-hmm. So there was to it, like you know, he was, you know, he would have a rough night, and everybody else in the house would have a rough night, and you know, and you just make do. But we're actually getting, to, it's like, he's been sleeping through the night for a while. Mm-hmm. And so now at this point in time, it's like more my problem where it's like, like, and so what I need to do is just sort of like say, okay, like, hey, you know, get your bed or get your bed, get your bed into butt, get your butt into bed <laughs> by like 1030 every night. Yeah. That kind of stuff. Or yeah, like start building in the healthier practice. But I do, like I said, I do really think it starts with just sort of like emptying out the box saying like, Hey, at least for like a week or two, like let's, whatever you're using as sort of that coping mechanism. So if it's a, it's, it's a particular game, if it's just the act of gaming or if it's like watching a show, take mm-hmm. a break, like stop, take like a week or two and be like, okay, because you know what your coping mechanism really ought to be? Prayer, meditation, like yeah. Yeah. leaning into the Lord. That's good. So. Right, right. And I know for, again, for me, I always take you back to me. I'm so sorry. I, I feel like a jerk. Um, but in my, uh, in my experiences, not everyone's wired this way, is that I can, I can start to feel it when I go to do something like that, like open up the scriptures or go to pray. And it's very hard for me to focus for more than like five minutes, you know, like Mm -hmm. you start to pray and then your mind starts wandering and then you're off in this own little, and then you're like, oh wait, I was praying. (laughs) Like what is going on here? Um, Or, uh, you know, you're talking about not sleeping or if you start to pray and you fall asleep, 
huh, maybe that's a sign also. Um, and I say that because I've done that multiple times. Um, I don't know though. If so. you're going to like sleep, that's not a bad way to go. That, well, that's true if you're designating the time for sleep. But if you're designating the time, like if you're if you're like ready, like okay, I've got my prayer list. Like I know these people. Um, I want to you know be for, be there for them in prayer. And like you make it through half of the first request before your brain is just like off on something else, or before you're starting to like fall asleep. Because that's what I do too. Is that my my brain will tend to go weird places in that like half asleep, half awake. I start like like kind of moving into the dream uh, space where, where I start making up stories and stuff. And I'm just like, Whoa, 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 what is even happening? I was praying (laughs) like what's going on. So, so yes, if you're like in bed and you're just like, Hey, I'm going to, I'm going to talk to the Lord for a little while and then I'll fall asleep kind of as I'm doing that. Cool. Like more power to you. I just know in my own life, it's like, no, I want to have a stronger prayer life. And you know, two minutes in I'm asleep. (laughs) <laughs> I'm no longer focusing on what I was doing. Yeah. Um, so I can, I can kind of gauge my health by that, that metric of the, the focus and attention as well of the, of how distractible am I, you know, how much of a, in my case, in how, how much of a, how much do I feel like I need like a dopamine hit of something yeah. from my phone, you know, of just, uh, I can't, sustain attention on one specific thing for very long and and it's and it's an internal thing it's not an external thing because sure some of that is just based on the fact that we have three young kids and they're homeschooled so if i'm at home like trying the the case in point the other day i was reading that book visit the sick and i was sitting on the couch in our living room and i had to stop and start and reread multiple sections because I have kids running around and doing stuff and distracting me and stuff like that. So yeah, in that case, okay, maybe I should have just gone upstairs, you know, and read there. But uh, as far as it's up to me, when it's hard for me to stay focused on, on something, um, that's because, I, you know, I've got these other things that have become default and pumping ideas into my brain. I love audiobooks, but if it takes away from my ability to to like focus on one thing, um then maybe I need to slow down in that area. Like you said, kind of hit that reset button for sure. Yeah. Um is super helpful. So, yeah, no. I I mean, I think that's the biggest one. And I think too the the other thing is just like taking some time to really think about what prior like you know you mentioned like sort of like having like a little bit like hey like earning that rest right Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like having sort of priorities and like like having a little bit of a list of your priorities not Mm -hmm. just like sort of like because it's it's easy to think about like the things that we need to get done but it's also super easy to like lose track of that list yeah and so like I'm I'm trying to remember there was there was a quote that I had found somewhere that talked about um and and this uh, I I you know the, these little pithy sayings can sometimes be taken not taken out of context but can be a little can be too literal they don't really um take into account the the fullness of life okay this is what it is I'm going to go ahead and read this this was tweeted out and I really liked the core concept 
we can pick it apart and say, well, that doesn't apply. That's fine. But I'm just going to read this and let's talk about it for just a minute. Um, this, this tweet, it says, if you're tired, you don't need rest. You need things that you're excited about. Now, okay, sometimes you do just need rest. Yeah. That's, that's totally true. But I know for me, at least that, here's what it is. That really spoke to me because I haven't been employed for the past few months, okay? Yeah. <laughs> so I'm not constantly driving towards, you know, one thing. Or my one thing is finding, you know, what, what my next um, kind of, what, what my next em- employment, my place of employment will be. Um so that that's certainly there, but but that's not all up to me, you know. Uh, there are things that I can do, but yeah, yeah, I can't make those decisions. So, um, what I think is helpful about that idea, and, and you're not always going to feel in the moment that your priorities um, that you've set for yourself are really are what you want to be. They're not always going to feel compelling. Um, but reminding yourself why you have set certain priorities can help in the times when we, you know, when you don't want to drive towards those things as well. Um, yeah. What are you say? Well, and I, I just think too, it's, you know, when you, you talked about like, you need something to be excited about. It reminded mm-hmm. me of like, you know, uh, remember your first love. Mm-hmm. Like, Yes. So, and I'm not trying to over-spiritualize it, but so much of it is like, and I, I've, I've actually been thinking about this a little bit over the last couple of weeks, um, off and on, but like how many times did the Lord like command Israel to like, remember, remember what I've mm-hmm. done here. Remember mm-hmm. what I've done here. Remember what I've done here. You know, remember the way I rescued you. Remember the way that I provided for you. Remember. And so much like i i think like so even like looking further back a lot of what happened was like you you know there's this line from uh the dark tower by stephen king you know Mm -hmm. where it's like you have forgotten the face of your father and it's kind of like this like um it's like you have no honor you you're you know kind of thing but it's like Mm -hmm. i think when things get like tough like they they have been for us you know, you, you forget, you stop remembering, you stop like, I mean, and that, that makes everything more complicated and more difficult. And because it does kind of become like, Oh, I have to take, like, instead of remembering that the Lord provides that the Lord cares for you, that the Lord's going to take care of you that, and like thinking about all the ways that he's done that and sort of holding on to that, you're like, I need to take care of this. I need to take care of this. Yeah. I need to take care of this. Like, and you start like putting things onto your plate that don't belong there. And then you become overwhelmed because you've grabbed onto all this. And and I know it's like, there's this weird tangent here where I'm going from like, you know, returning to your first love. But like part of it is just remembering that like the Lord's got the details. Mm-hmm. Like, so even like looking back at that, like, you know, all the frustrations and the whatever, like, I tend to be like, hey, you can't do anything about it, like whatever. Like Yeah. And but that was what was kind of happening was like that was kind of like killing me on the inside because what I sure. needed to be doing in those moments is like, Lord, I can't handle this. I know that you have it. Yeah. And I wasn't doing that. Mm-hmm. 
And so that that kind of like that that there's like there's like a cycle here where it's like you kind of get like pulled further and further into this almost like loop of despair, this loop mm-hmm. of sloth, mm-hmm. you know, in a lot of ways where it's like you just everything just becomes too much. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's good. That's good. I like it. I don't know what I just said. <laughs> that, that's, I'm, I'm kidding. I, I had a moment of lucidity, um, mm-hmm. but it 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 is interesting because like so much of this, like the the way that this all goes out of whack every single time, is that we forget about the goodness of God mm-hmm. and we start looking to other things to sort of like be functional gods, right? So. And it's and it's subtle too. You know, it doesn't it doesn't often start out that way. Um, dude, at no point in time when I was like, you know, playing Marvel Snap and, and watching dumb anime and all that other stuff, did I th- mm-hmm. ever think to myself, like, hey, I'm going to like make this thing a false idol. Yeah. Like, or the, the, this idea or this, the pursuit of my, you know, being entertained a false idol. But it, I did it. Mm-hmm. And so now it's like you have to figure out how to break that idol. Yeah. And that's that's true. There's steps and there's things that you can do definitely to, but yeah, but the human heart is an idol factory. That's true. Yeah, that's how it works. And I think it's it's good. Again, it's good to recognize these things. It's good to to because then that's kind of the you know first step in in moving towards uh, ways to to get out right. And 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 you mentioned how you want to possibly to to make some changes possibly like you want to sit down and figure out where exactly your boundaries are going to be and look that's different it's going to be different for everyone that's why we don't you know prescribe to kind of um a basic that's why we we don't stand this podcast is about video games and playing them well it's about mm-hmm. stewardship, stewarding our time wisely, and it's going to look very different for people in different stages of life mm-hmm. and, and in different circumstances. We don't want to set a blanket kind of, oh, if you play more than X amount of hours a week, well, what are you doing with your time, young man? You're not doing it right. Um, you know, I've remarked how, you know, possibly if you've beaten – uh, if you've if you put sixty hours into a video game over the course of a week or two, okay, may, maybe you should maybe you should step back and question that. So sure, there 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 are some limitations to this, but by and large, um, it does have to do with your hey, what what are you able it, your stage of life and what yeah. you're doing there, um. But it's always good to reevaluate where you are. It's always good to reevaluate whether or not, because we understand that our hearts are uh, an idle factory, whether or not we have put recreation in its proper place, whether or not we're even uh, viewing video games as recreation. Because once we, this, this idea of, of idolatry, once we start seeing it as um, something we're entitled to, <laughs> then we've propped it up as something that that we that almost a necessity um in front of us and that's never a good place to be so yeah i think too and this is just sort of a, a, a thought i had while mm-hmm. we were talking about it you were you're talking about how like 
we we've sort of been talking about idolatry in the way that these things so easily become like false idols, right? Mm-hmm. I think though too, like sometimes the answer is like just completely abstain, like take a, a hard break. Sure. But I think sometimes what's what's also just as important is like reestablishing boundaries, right? Yeah. And so like one of the things like that I thought was really kind of interesting and and it made me think of Parker a little bit for some reason is that he took a break from video games for like a month or two at one point mm-hmm. in time and then not too distant uh past. Mm-hmm. And he, when he was talking to me about it a little bit, he, you know, it's it's easy to default. I guess what I'm saying is it's easy to default to say no, none of this at all. And I think that mm-hmm. is helpful and good for a time. But also, I think what's what's more important is like establishing boundaries. So, like the the idea that I had here is like Parker at one point in time was like, I need to take a break from video games. But there is like useful fellowship with you know Deuce and Nate that yeah. happens, and and so if one of them asks me, or if somebody asks me to hop on with them and sort of like do some multiplayer or just like hang out, I am not going to sort of forbid that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so like it, it, it's it's sort of saying like when we do see even these things used in more helpful and meaningful contexts, like don't forbid, don't forbid that. Does it? Am I making yeah. sense? Yeah, yeah, totally. Because I I think that just goes back to the heart behind why you're doing it. Once again, as as it become an unhealthy um, coping mechanism. Or is it really a form of recreation? Or is it a form of just getting together with friends? I mean, I feel I feel similarly, but this is this is a little different because this is more of just a personal interest thing. I I feel similarly with you know things like sports, where um, in in my free time I'm not going to be watching very many sports, but socially, like to hang out with other people. Like, yeah, for sure. Like I'll, I'll, and I'll be interested and I'll be into it for the sake of like being with other people. Um, so I, I agree. It, and it does take a little bit of maturity and it takes in that knowing yourself, because if you're just using that as a justification in order to play a game a little bit more, um, and only you can, you know, decide that for yourself whether or not that's actually what you're doing. Then, you, then you want to, you know, the, the take caution there. But if you can do that in such a way that um, you, you're viewing it, then as a time you get to spend with your friends, um, then awesome! Like, go for it. That's great. Yeah, because they they're also my. You know, we talked about the thing with, uh, you know, sometimes our, our wives are able to offer like the best yeah. sort of insight. Y- your friends are going to be hopefully able to do that as mm, well. Yeah. But that's a good point. I'm, well, sp- yeah. Speaking of friends, actually, you know, uh, if you guys out there, you're our friends. If you have any thoughts along these same lines of burnout, if you've, if you felt burnt out or even in the same way, in a different way, we talked about it at the beginning of the episode, how it could mean different things as well. It could mean that you're just not enjoying your video game time, whatever. If you have some thoughts along these lines, we'd love to hear your thoughts. There's tons of ways you can get in touch with us. Uh, our email email address is the backlog breakdown at gmail.com. We have the back the hashtag backlog book club on Facebook. 
Um, we have an Instagram account and there's also a Discord where we like to hang out. Link for that is in the description. We're also on uh, Twitter or X or whatever it's being called now. Um, our handle there X. is com. <laughs> at bbdowncast. So, um, and then if you want to, if you want to just address us personally, um, there's tons of ways you, or no, there's a few ways you can do that. I generally on the internet go by Broccolope, and Nate goes by Nate underscore McKeever. That's right. That that's that is I, I do answer to that. Um, <laughs> for a while uh, on Marvel Snap, I was Flatter Tartar Forty. Okay, it was like it, it was a thing. Uh, hmm. my, my name got screwed up at some point in time. Gotcha. So I was just like, give me a name instead of like, I, it was, and so I was flatter tartar 40, hmm. I think. Um, but before we go, like before we really sort of like put a bit of a bow on this thing called a night, mm-hmm. Josh, cause it is getting late. Uh, you have probably seen me fading, uh, for those watching <laughs> the video that probably see like my eyes close at times and it's like, mm-hmm. yes, I'm fighting it off, but uh, <laughs> not well. And in the spirit of like heeding my own advice, I, I, I'm like, I'm just going to go to bed here. Um, Good idea. Yeah, I'm going to go to bed here in a couple of minutes. But um, we do like to take a couple of minutes uh, at the end mm-hmm. of every episode to shout out um, any like outstanding moments or members within our discord. And I just, uh, I had, uh, I guess I wanted to ask you, do you have any shout outs friend? Mm, do I have any shout outs? Um, uh, nothing comes to mind and that's primarily because I haven't been super active. <laughs> the, the thing that comes to mind, uh, on the discord was actually you checking up on me while I was uh, in Iowa asking about how things were going there. Um, so shout out to you, sir, mm. for not, and I mean that in, in the sense of like, it wasn't just a text message, but it was, you know, kind of inviting me to share more with the discord, which is, is helpful too. Cause I'm asking for prayer in there too. So, yeah. so thank you for the follow up. No, you're welcome, dude. It was, it was my pleasure. Um, I think the the shout out that I'm going to uh, sort of offer up is Sojourner just posted this, and I just mm-hmm. thought it was so cool uh, mm-hmm. in the lounge. That uh, yeah, and like I said, I just saw this. Like this is super hot off the presses. Okay, uh, but he said uh, went shooting with some guys from church and then had a barbecue. Got to shoot a 50 cal rifle for the first time. Nailed a few shots at 650 yards. It wrecked my shoulder, though. Whoa. I'm definitely going to have a bruise. One, mm. I think it's cool that he was hanging out with guys from church. That's pretty cool. Yes. But two, uh, and I, I did respond. I was like, yo, you're definitely going to have bruises. <laughs> um, a 50 cal rifle is absolutely no joke. And that's kind of mm. rad, dude, that you you got to the, the fling some of that lead downrange. So, nice. Um, that's intense. He, he he said, uh, "I felt it in my soul and my souls." You know, in referencing like his the, the soles of his feet, the first time <laughs> he shot it. Now to convince my wife, I need one. I'm like, eh, mm. good luck on that. <laughs> but uh, so yeah, uh, Sojourner Isaac, you get a shout out, my friend. I I, yeah. I enjoyed that story. I thought it was fun. Uh, and fifty cows are pretty rad. Whew. They are very neat. Um. Punch nice. a hole in the cinder block. 
Um, <laughs> that's intense. Lastly, mm-hmm. um, Josh, I think uh, there's there's one final form to be observed. And uh, mm-hmm. do you know what I'm talking about? I do indeed. And that comes in the form of a question, which goes a little something like this. What is, is your question? What is your question, my good friend, my my dear listening audience? You've got wow. questions for us, and we would like to answer those questions. So feel free to shoot them our way. Already mentioned tons of ways you can get uh, in touch with us. But we have a question that we enjoyed, and we thought it would be fun to kind of kick around for the next 30 seconds or so. So I know I already sort of gave him a little bit of shine earlier in the episode when we talked about his new project. And again, uh, Mm. just sort of a little bit of a reminder on the way out the door here, folks. Uh, Nick's podcast is coming soon. uh, So prep yourselves, like get sub to that. It's going to be fun. Um, Yeah. And some of you may be saying like, hey, Nate, Josh, what's the deal with that? Like he and Micah just recently, like there was evidence of a massive betrayal of trust. Mm. And uh, what I will say is like, you know, we, we sat down with both of them. We had a, a, a fairly mature conversation between brothers and there was a lot of like, uh, you know, we're not all the way there, but there was a lot of steps made towards reconciliation. And we thought mm. that like we would be the bigger people and uh, really just sort of, uh, you know, invite him into, uh, well, you know, into into the the rarefied air of the Playwell network. Uh, mm. Micah, uh, unfortunately, you know, turned us down. He has a much better uh, deal going on right now. Um, something about like some program called TRG or something, I guess. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I guess I, that's that's kind of a big deal from what I hear. Um, mm-hmm. But I heard like a gosh toot and darn it, and then gosh toot and darn it. It was like reform I, gamers over here. I, it was something like that. Some, yeah. Something like that. It was like, you, you know, some some Yankee Doodle Dandy <laughs> stuff. Um, and and the, the most fantastic uh, Southern accent I've ever heard in my life. But mm. Nick threw one into the what is your question channel. And I thought this was like sort of easy breezy and we could sort of like talk about this for like a minute. Um, mm-hmm. But he wanted to know what's the best couch co-op game you've played? Hmm. Mm, this is, I mean, I, I feel like th- some that I've played that I guess that, that I've gone back to. Okay, so you got to go with the classics. Ones that come like right off the top of my head is, look, Ninja Turtles, Turtles in Time. It's just fantastic. You know, um, you can now in the new collections that have come out, I think Cowabunga Collection, it's actually on there. Um, you can play some couch co-op on that. It's, it's just so much fun. Um, I had a ton of fun playing uh, uh playing new super mario brothers u four player it's it's ridiculous it's crazy having four different people play a 2d mario game um you know you have to use those bubbles a lot but man if you can get and i've played it five player because one person can have the wii u uh gamepad kind of tapping on that to make some extra blocks it's it's absolute chaos but it's so much fun um, and then the last thing, of course, you know, this, this is a, I recommend it, but I also get how, uh, this can, this can mess up a lot of people is, is overcooked is a lot of fun doing, cool. uh, couch co-op there. I, I really enjoyed playing. It, it brought out some things in me, you know, that I had to address as well. <laughs> uh, but those are, those are good, 
good things to know about yourself that you can yeah. be kind of a turd sometimes. Um, but I really enjoyed playing that with my wife. So those are three off the top of my head. Yeah. What you got? Um, well, you know, it's what's kind of funny is um, Nick actually wrote in that the best time that he ever had uh, doing couch co-op was with a couple of play- playthroughs through RE5 in order to get the platinum. Um, mm. And Parker and I have sort of debated about whether or not, like I, I actually have Resident Evil 5 and 6 in my backlog to play with him via co-op. Um, nice. Because those those are that that's an option, um, but I actually I sort of want to give like a little bit of like uh, a few years ago before Parker moved uh, and when he was still living in D.C. I went out to visit him and on his his uh, Series X we ended up playing the Battletoads game okay. that okay. came out like the the yeah. new Battletoads game right. That game it was ridiculous, and I remember having a ton of fun. So nice. that's going to get my okay. like that. That battle to session with Parker was probably probably it for me. But mm. nice, nice. I'm I'm surprised you didn't say Borderlands because that's one that I forgot. Uh, that was, that yeah, was. that's that's pretty good co op. We you know, I mean, we've just done so much at that point in time. Like Borderlands yeah. Two is just top mm-hmm. shelf. Period. Yeah, like. Oh, you know, with friends or by yourself, Borderlands Two mm-hmm. is just like, yeah, yeah. And I guess there's, I mean, there's tons of N sixty four games that probably don't hold up so well nowadays that I've done tons of couch co op with. So, but anyways, yeah, no, it brings back a lot of great memories. Couch co op is always a good time yeah. if you can if you can get some people together to do it, or if, if you have the right can do it. Unlike yeah. the Series S and Uh-oh. Halo Infinite. Uh-oh. <clears throat> Uh-oh. There's something I don't know here. Um, but uh, that's okay. Uh, now that we've answered your questions, now that we've talked about burning out, it's time for us to to to, to quit lighting these candles on the both end, to, to letting letting the, the candle burn out and... Snuffing it? There you go. Snuffing out the wick of the candle so it's no longer burning out i don't know what i'm saying anymore it's time for us to end the episode we're 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 descending into lunacy and sleep deprivation (laughs) um but uh you know what nick get a hold of us for your five bucks and until next time josh what should they do guys keep beating down your backlogs and we'll keep breaking down the benefits 